welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. Now, I have been inspired to record this episode today by some other great podcasts I have been listening to. I decided to take a little work break today because I had some space this, this morning and I was driving in my car and I was listening to some podcasts and I was just making so many notes. It gave me so many ideas and kind of inspirational thoughts to bring to this episode. So, Today, we are going to be talking about three key pitfalls around manifestation or three key things that I see time and time again from clients based on the questions I get asked or sometimes just it would be like three key areas that I work on with people. So this is around mindset, around manifestation. I'm going to be diving into these three key areas that potentially you are going to be struggling with and I'm going to be talking about how to navigate them, how to work your way around them, how to get to a place where this isn't holding you back from manifesting all of those awesome things that you want in your life. Now as we're talking about manifestation, I need to let you know that doors to the manifestation room, I don't know why I said the, but the manifestation room are now open. So as this um, episode goes live, the doors are open to the manifestation room. And this is important because it means you can come and join us. Now, the doors only open at certain points in the year. Um, they're going to close on the 5th of July and it won't be open again until mid to late autumn. So if you are looking for a space where you can learn to manifest, if you are looking for a community of like-minded people who are interested in mindset and manifestation, a space where you can share your goals, share your visions, where you can hear other people's manifestation stories and be really inspired, then the manifestation room is perfect for you. So this is my monthly membership. It is currently jam-packed with awesome manifestation information. All that rhymes, manifestation, information. Okay, I'm not gonna try rapping, that's not gonna go well. So the manifestation room, this month of June um, and going into the month of July, we are doing money manifestation. So if you come and join us now, not only do you get access to the June content and the upcoming July content, you also get access to April and May's content as well. So what this means is you have got all of these detailed masterclasses, you can rewatch the live Q and A's, you can 
come and join the June Q&A. And actually, the June Q&A is happening tomorrow in real time. So Wednesday the 28th. So if you're listening to this when it goes out, if you join now, you can come and join us live. You can get live coaching from me in our call. It's happening at 8 p.m. BST exclusively for the Manifestation Room members. Now, the Manifestation Room also has so many bonuses. There are hypnosis audios, there are subliminal audios, everything you need to follow my step-by-step process to manifest. Now, if you're thinking, okay, this sounds really exciting, I think I want to be part of it, but I don't know how, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the link in the show notes so that you can find out all about the Manifestation Room. I also want you to come and check out my Instagram, so either at victoria.maskell or just at the manifestation room because I'm going to be sharing some of the awesome feedback that I've already got from current members. They're basically sharing how much they love it and so don't take my word for it. Come and see what they are saying. Um, I'll make sure the links are all in the show notes or just come over to my Instagram If you want to join us, we would love to have you. As I said, the doors are going to be closing on the 5th of July, not opening again till mid to late autumn. So if you've been thinking about it, if you missed the first round, don't miss out on joining us in this second round. And obviously, in the manifestation room, we talk all about mindset. You imagine there's something that happens in this episode and you think, I really want Victoria to answer my question on that. The manifestation room is perfect for that because not only have you got the private Facebook group where I can jump in and answer your questions, you can come and ask them live or submit your questions and I will answer them live in those coaching calls. So I would love to see you in the manifestation room if that sounds right for you. But without further ado, let's go into these three key pitfalls. So the first thing that I see time and time again with manifestation is the problem of dealing with the how, getting so focused on how is this going to come to me? How am I going to manifest that money? How am I going to manifest my partner? Where am I going to meet them? What's it going to be like? Is it going to be at work? Is it going to be in the supermarket as we both reach for a bottle of wine or we both reach for the ready meal for one or whatever kind of stereotypical thing there might be? This focus on how is really part of human psychology because it's about us trying to take control and as human beings we need to feel in control in so many different situations. I was having a supervision session that supervision session that's really hard to say yesterday um, as part of my BWRT training. If you haven't heard of BWRT it is my absolute favorite tool and technique to shift your limiting beliefs so quickly. And we were discussing the concept of OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, and um, we were discussing how there had been research recently to show that OCD was becoming more prevalent as a result of um, the pandemic. Because during that time, people didn't have control. There was so much out of our control that our brains had got to this point where it was like, I'm craving control. And this is the exact same process that happens with manifestation. We get into our own heads. We're like, right, I need to control this situation. I need to know how the clients are going to come to me. I need to know how I'm going to meet my partner. I need to know how that job is going to come up and how I'm going to get it. And it gives us a feeling of being obviously in control, but it gives us a feeling of being part of something. Like I know that I am doing something and doing something feels proactive. It makes it feel like it's more possible. Now, 
If you listen to my episodes, you know that I talk about inspired action and how important it is with manifestation. And I think there's that misconception that, oh, manifestation is just, we write it down, we cross our fingers, we sit and hope. And no, it's 100% taking action. But when we are messing with the how, we are trying to control the situation beyond just taking inspired action. We are trying to make the manifestation fit into the way we expect it is going to happen. Now, the problem with this is we are closing ourselves off to so many more opportunities or even to better, bigger, better, more exciting opportunities because we're trying to be so super specific. So where do you feel like you could be doing this right now in your life? Where could you imagine that you are trying to engineer a certain situation to happen in a certain way? Is this about a job? Is this about a client? Is this about using a certain social media platform to grow your business? Is this about creating um, a certain opportunity where um, a particular thing comes into your life? What right now is something that you want to manifest that potentially you are focusing too much on how. Now, we talk about paradoxes a lot and there is a paradox here in that I would say to you, you know, get clear on what you want. Think about how it's going to show up. Think about how it's going to come into your life. What's it going to be like? And now I'm turning around and saying, oh, and also completely let go of that. Absolutely. Don't worry about how. Just know it's going to happen. I get that that can be really confusing. And I think with a lot of the paradoxes with the law of attraction and manifestation, we're talking about finding a halfway house. So you don't wanna be so in the how that you've decided the day it's gonna come, when it's gonna come, what it's gonna look like, how it's gonna be. But also, if you don't allow yourself to dream and think and imagine, then it's harder to get into the energy of I have that thing. It's harder to visualize it clearly. It's harder to have a really specific goal around what you want. So instead, I want you to get into the headspace of letting yourself be supported. Knowing that you're not in this alone, whether this is God, whether this is the universe, whether this is your subconscious mind, there is something else supporting you. And this could be other people in your life as well. You know, this could be friends, colleagues, your partner. They are, maybe they know about your manifestation goals. And maybe they are going to be like, oh, you'll never guess what I saw. There was this job opportunity and I thought it'd be perfect for you. That's allowing yourself to be supported. And I also want you to think about playing with different ways to make this thing feel real. So when we get really focused on the how, we kind of put blinkers on and we start saying it has to happen like this. This links to this, um, a question I get a lot, which is about should I set goals um, with dates and times? And I always think it completely depends on you as a person. If giving yourself a goal and a date and a time gets you focused, gets you motivated, gets you taking that inspired action, then yes. But if it gets you too into the how, if it's like, well, I know it's not going to happen this week because I've decided it's going to happen in three weeks time. And then three weeks time comes along and you're like, right, that's it. Manifestation doesn't work. I must have done it wrong because it didn't show up. You can imagine that that is not the energy you want to be in. So in terms of the how, when it comes to dates and times and things, try and be more fluid. I've just said try, we don't use the word try here. Allow yourself to be more fluid. If putting a date on it gives you focus, amazing. 
Give yourself the flexibility though for that to come earlier or later, whatever is for your highest good. I think that's a Catherine Zinkina saying. She talks about everything being for my highest good. And I was listening to the Hayley Hoffman podcast today as well. And she was talking about this concept of like magic moments and surprises. And I thought she phrased it in such a nice way because what she was saying is when you want something to manifest, if you know exactly okay pick something you want to manifest right now maybe this is a new car a job a partner money whatever it is imagine that you knew exactly the day the time how who what where when you know all of the details that was going to manifest how would that feel now I'm going to guess that your first response is oh I feel like relief Okay, great, because you'd have that sense of knowing, which we're going to talk about in a second, but you'd have that sense of knowing that it was real, knowing that it was going to happen. Okay, but it would also come with a side order of, oh, and the energy I'm trying to kind of give across there, trying to kind of, that's, that's an awful phrase, is like, yeah, okay, that's great. Imagine the energy of, being surprised in the best possible way. Imagine that you wanted to manifest a thousand pounds and you were like, right, okay, it's going to come by the end of the month. I know it's going to happen. And then suddenly two days later, boom, there it was. You'd manifested it. It was right there in the most exciting way, in the most, like, in the sort of way that you could never have imagined. What would the energy of that be? It would be like, wow, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting it would be even better. So with this concept of dealing with the how, instead of saying, right, well, I've got to relinquish all control and totally sitting back, play around with, okay, how could it come to me? What could I do? How could I experience this thing? And then be okay with the fact that it might not come in any of those ways. Be okay with the fact that there could be the best possible magical surprise that could come into your life in a way that you could never have imagined and that that will be even better than you thought. So you can still be and you should still be taking inspired action but from a place of trusting the process. And actually, if you haven't already checked it out, go and listen to um, Annika's podcast, I'll make sure to leave the show notes. She is going to be coming on to this podcast very soon. We're doing a like a mini series where we're basically asking each other questions and we've just done one on like trusting and surrendering. So go and check that out. But you're going to get into that headspace of, I know it's okay. I know it's all working out. I know that this can happen in the most magical way through divine timing. I don't necessarily need to know all the ins and outs and that's okay. So that is the first thing, that is dealing with the how. The second question or the second area that comes up a lot is, but what if it doesn't come? Whenever we set a goal, there has to be the opposite of that goal. So if you think about universal laws, um, there's the law of polarity. So dark exists because light exists, hot exists because cold exists, good exists because bad exists, etc. And we need that contrast and we need that polarity. So when you set yourself a goal, it's normal to also think, what if I don't achieve it? Imagine that you are like, right, I'm going to run three marathons in a week. You're excited. You're like, wow, maybe you're going to do it for charity. Maybe this is a personal challenge. You're like, I can do this. It's completely normal to have at some point the opposite thought of what if I don't manage it? 
And then your brain can kind of spiral into fear, into won't that be embarrassing? What will that mean about me if I don't make it? What if I um, mess up? What if I get injured? What if I'm not good enough? What if I'm not strong enough? What if I do this for charity and suddenly I think I have to give all the money back because I haven't completed it? How embarrassing that will that be? And it's so easy to spiral into what if it doesn't come? And That is purely because we have a part of the brain called the amygdala that is hyper alert to fear that is there to try and protect us. Now, if you bring your subconscious mind into this as well, when we're trying to manifest something, it's often, if not always, something new, something we haven't experienced yet. And the subconscious likes to maintain the status quo because the way it works is a bit like a pattern matcher. It's constantly assessing things that are going on in your life and saying, have we experienced this before? And when it sees something that you haven't experienced before, before knowing what it's like, it instantly flags it as potentially unsafe, potentially dangerous, because it doesn't have information on it yet. Now, this could be the best thing for you. This could be such an amazing experience. It could be money. It could be love. It could be an incredible friendship. It could be an opportunity. But your subconscious doesn't process it like that. It purely sees it as We don't know what this is. We have not got evidence yet. Therefore, it could be dangerous. So when you are setting up new manifestation goals, it's normal for your subconscious to go into fear mode because it doesn't know what's happened yet. It doesn't know what that would be like. It's creating ideas as a way of trying to protect you. Now, funnily enough, as I was listening to the podcast today, I had a little bit of a download on this myself. And I realized that a lot of the organization I do, so I love planning, um, if it's everything from like planning content to planning, like packing outfits for a holiday or planning a holiday, like um, I can't remember if I've talked about it on here, but probably I have. Um, uh, A few months ago, I went on a city break with some of my university friends for an anniversary and we had just like the most amazing time. And one of my friends turned to me and said, "Uh, Vicky, do you realize how much you like to plan your day out? And she wasn't criticizing, but I just sort of maybe hadn't realized how much I like to do that. And it became apparent that I feel calm when I know what my day is gonna look like. Not to the point where every day has to be jam-packed and filled, but I do like to sort of know in advance. And then I realized that also leads into the way I purchase things. So. I quite like to have a stash of stuff. So um, let's say shower gels or hand soaps or um, I don't know, not so much clothes, but well, actually, yeah, I have just bought an extra two packs of white and black socks because I thought I was running low. Um, And you might look at that and go, that's ridiculous. But I've realized the story I tell, the program I have is if I'm prepared, I'm safe. If I have things planned, I will survive. Now I'm using the word safe and survived. Obviously like white and black socks doesn't mean safety and survival, but it's all the way it's linked in my brain. Because remember we have all these different neural uh, neural connections, our neurons form connections and everything in our brain is linked because when it's linked, it's faster. So you might be thinking, well, how is how you buy packs of socks got anything to do with money? Got anything to do with survival? Got anything to do with that? but it's all linked. And you might be listening to this and this might have triggered something for you. You might think, oh, actually I get really anxious when this happens and my coping strategy is to do that. Now, 
This is all linked to what if it doesn't come from a manifestation perspective because what we are doing is we are creating situations where we're trying to protect ourselves. So it sometimes means we get into, well, I don't really want it. Oh, well, I thought I wanted that goal, but I don't want it because of the fear of I will be worse off. If I try and fail, I'm going to be worse off. The subconscious is like, that could be embarrassing. The the marathons example I gave a minute ago, it's like, oh, I'd rather not say I want to do it because if I try and can't do it, I'm going to feel embarrassed, ashamed. I'm going to feel upset, so I won't do it. So that energy of what if this thing doesn't come is completely normal because of polarity, but it's something that we need to, as much as we can, work through and shift so that we are not stuck in lack and scarcity and I'm not safe and I need to be prepared. Because if we think about manifestation, remember, we are always trying to manifest the feeling we think something will give us. Whether that is a relationship, a career, an opportunity, um, a holiday, a handbag, whatever it is, we're trying to manifest the feeling we think it will give us. So to be able to do that, we need to be in that feeling beforehand. So if you're spending your time going, what if I don't get those clients? What if that money doesn't come in? What if I can't pay those bills? You're in the exact opposite energy of the thing you want to manifest. And another thing I've noticed, and I know this sounds so cliche, but it is so, so true. Things manifest when you're not thinking about them. I feel like this is another paradox, isn't it? Because I've just said, focus on your goals, visualize it, create it, be in the vibration of it. And now I'm saying, oh, and also don't think about it. But what I mean by this is when you're not thinking about something, you can't be in lack because a big mistake people make is they say to me like, oh, okay, Victoria, I'm I'm thinking about my goals. I'm focusing on my goals. But when we do a little bit of digging, actually, they're focusing on the lack They'll be saying things like, yeah, work's really stressful at the moment, so I'm thinking about my new job. And I'm like, wait, which is the more dominant response there? That your current work is stressful, that you're annoyed, that you're tired, that you're frustrated, that you're unfulfilled, or are you actually thinking about the thing you want? And it comes out that actually, no, the dominant vibration is the thing you don't want. So we need to shift this up. We need to focus on the thing we want, not the thing we don't want. And a great way of doing this is not actually thinking about it in the first place. And then you're going to think, right, Victoria, how do I not think about something? Because that is virtually impossible. I'm going to give an example right now. As you're listening to this, wherever you are, do not think about a black cat. Don't think about a black cat. Whatever you do, do not think about a cat that is black your brain will have just thought about a black cat. Now, it might have been a witch's cat. It might have been a cat that you have. It could have been something completely different, but it will have thought about it because to process don't think about or to process a negative, it has to understand what the positive thing is to know what to not do. So here's what I want you to do instead. I want you, instead of thinking, don't focus on money, don't think about it. No, don't think about manifesting. Oh, wait, hang on a minute and tie yourself in absolute knots. I want you to just focus on a feeling of feeling good. So if you think about your dominant vibration, it's not just having one thought here and there. It is the like the average, the summary of how you're feeling each day. I want you to focus on making that feeling really positive. And it doesn't have to mean that you're feeling really positive about a new relationship or you're feeling really positive about money or you're feeling really positive about your business growing. 
I want you to just be feeling really positive. If you notice yourself getting into the lack and scarcity, then distraction is a really good tool. I'm just gonna share a little tool that I have been using personally, and I hope this translates in the podcast because it might come across as, oh, Victoria's gone a little bit crazy, but it's really working for me and I'm really enjoying it. So it's normal to have negative thoughts. It's normal to notice these thoughts popping into your head The key is to not focus on them. The key is to not allow that thought to spiral into another thought, into another thought, into another thought, because that becomes harder and harder to shift. So when you notice um, a lack or a scarcity thought, a kind of, what if it goes wrong? What if this thing happens? What if I get ill? What if I don't manifest the money? What if I can't pay the bill? One of the things that I have been doing in my head, you'll be pleased to know, because I think I would look a little bit crazy if not, is I've been laughing. I've been almost laughing at that thought. I'm not going to laugh out loud now, but you know what I mean. Like literally in my head, I start laughing. I start finding something hysterical. You know, when you maybe watch a TikTok or you're with your friends or something and something is just so funny, you can't get your words out. I go to that place and I start thinking that whatever the negative thought was is hilarious. It's so funny and it neutralizes it it literally takes the power out of it. And yes, that thought might come up later, but it absolutely neutralizes it in that moment so it stops the spiral of negativity. Now, if you're gonna try this, let me know how you get on. I recommend you do it in your head. It might be that you bring up a a memory or a time where you can find yourself remembering being in that headspace where something was just so funny, but let me know how you get on with that one. Okay, so the third thing I want to talk about in this episode that I see in so many people and it is massively linked to manifestation is this question of, do I deserve it? Am I good enough? Am I doing it right? Um, In the manifestation room, which you will have heard me talk about at the start of this episode, in the live sessions, people often ask things around, am I doing this right? Am I visualizing right? Am I listening to this audio in the right way? And I get it because I really resonate with that because I am the kind of person as well who wants to do it right, who wants to do it in the right way. I want to be told sometimes, these are the steps, do it this way and then you'll get it right. And for me, it kind of hits two beliefs. So this is definitely linked to sort of school. At school, I was definitely the kind of person who liked to revise, liked to work hard, liked to understand something. Um, I really struggled with physics GCSE because I didn't get it. I just, I couldn't get my head around it, which meant that I was left with this feeling of I'm not doing it right. And it was really frustrating me. It all turned out absolutely fine in the end, but I didn't like that feeling of, I don't think I'm doing this right. And with manifestation, there are so many people out there talking about different ways to manifest. And the way I talk about manifestation is based on evidence, based on science, and based on what makes sense for me. And I share the stuff on the podcast based on, you know, my beliefs and my system. And I completely get that there could be so many other ways of doing it. And I am totally open to people saying, well, that doesn't work for me, but this does. Because it's about finding out what works for you. But the reason this is a big pitfall or block with manifestation is because it often links to a lack of worthiness. 
And self-worth is the cornerstone to manifestation, regardless of what you want to manifest. A feeling of worthiness, that I'm good enough, that I deserve it, that this is meant for me, is at the core of everything you want to manifest. Now, what happens is, when you are in that story of, I don't deserve it, I'm not good enough, I can't have that, I'm not the kind of person who, and then fill in the blanks, so like, I'm not the kind of person who gets what they want. I'm the kind of person who always struggles to have things. I'm not the kind of person that has money. I didn't grow up around money. I find it really hard to make money. When we're saying these kind of statements, we are becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. We are reiterating, we are reinforcing these neural connections in our brain that this is our truth. And then our brain finds evidence to fit that made up truth. Now, what can sometimes happen is there was a time in our life when that was true, but we've moved past that. We're in a different place. We have up-leveled, we've grown, we've changed, our circumstances have changed, whatever that might be. But sometimes our brain doesn't catch up with us. It likes, as I said at the start, to keep and maintain that status quo. Even if it's an uncomfortable status quo, even if it's an uncomfortable circumstance or a belief, it likes to repeat it and maintain it because it feels it's safe, because it's known. So sometimes you might have heard me talk about, right, if you've got a limiting belief, I want you to challenge it. I want you to find evidence. I want you to really say, is this true? Now, I still stand by that and that is a really good way to shift this. But sometimes our brain can actually trick us and find false evidence to fit an incorrect belief. And this is because our brain doesn't want to be proved wrong. It's all also linked to something called confirmation bias. Confirmation bias being the idea that if we hold a belief about ourselves in this case, we could listen to 99 people say the opposite and then one person confirm that and we hone in on that. We focus in on it. We're like, yes, there you go. That proved me right. I knew it was true. Oh, even if it's something horrible, even if it's a feeling of I'm not good enough, I'm not beautiful enough, I'm not worthy, no one's going to love me. Even if it's something like that, our brain will ignore 99 people, 99 pieces of evidence saying the opposite saying, you're wonderful, you're amazing, you're worthy, you're beautiful, you're incredible. It ignores that and it goes, ah, there we go, there's my evidence. So to overcome this, what you can do is you can reverse engineer this. So what I want you to think about, maybe this is somewhere you've felt blocked with manifestation. Maybe you've been thinking, am I good enough? Do I deserve to have my own business? Am I good enough to sell my products? Will anyone want to work with me? Um, am I good enough to have that money that I'm trying to manifest or that amazing relationship that I keep trying to visualize? Whatever it is for you, I want you to take, instead of taking that limiting belief, I want you to ask yourself, right, well, what do I want? If I could switch this, if I could flip this, what would I have instead? So you might start with the idea of I am worthy or I am beautiful or I deserve it. I am awesome. I am incredible. Try starting with an I am statement because they're really, really powerful because your subconscious is like, oh, I'm listening. He, he or she, they said, I am. Right. What am I? And then say, okay, I am starting from a position of I am worthy. 
Now I'm going to look for evidence to support that belief. Rather than doing it the other way around, you're going to say, right, what is the thing I want to feel? That I'm abundant, that I'm an incredible CEO, that I deserve to be paid, that um, I create amazing designs and everyone wants to buy them. And then say, right, now, where's my evidence? Because your brain will look for it. Once you start to have a positive belief, your brain is like, well, I don't want to be proved wrong, so we better find some evidence for this. And once you find that evidence, and you will find it, because the reason you weren't seeing it before is because you were filtering it out because it didn't fit your belief system. When you switch it and you start saying, right, how do I know I'm loved? Oh, hang on a minute, because that person said, sent me a message and said, thank you so much for being an incredible friend. I really value you. You make my life better. I'm so lucky to have you in my life. There you go, piece of evidence. And once you found that piece of evidence, it'll be easier and easier to find the next one and the next one. And it builds this amazing momentum where you are building up a new perspective and you're saying, oh my goodness, of course I'm good enough. Of course I deserve it. Of course I'm beautiful. Of course I'm loved because here is all my evidence. And then it gets easier to sit in that belief because the old belief suddenly is out of alignment. It's outdated. It doesn't have evidence. And the new belief is the one that has the evidence and the strength and the momentum behind it. So just to recap then, those three key areas. Number one, not focusing on the how. Allowing yourself to experience surprise, excitement, magic, and knowing that you can surrender while still taking aligned action, and knowing that the universe, God, spirituality, something else that you might believe in, actually could create something so incredible that you never could have imagined it. And you are closing doors, and you are stopping yourself from experiencing that if you don't allow yourself to step away from the how. Part two, that feeling of, well, what if it doesn't come? What if, what if I can't manifest it? What if this? Knowing that that is just polarity, knowing that actually what you are desiring is the feeling that you want from the manifestation, and then using techniques like distraction, using my laughing technique. Okay, um, if you've got to this part of the episode, I'm going to add in a word. So I'll know that you've listened to the end of the episode, and the word is hummus. Okay, there is currently a rather tasty pot of Moroccan style hummus, my favourite, on my desk. So hummus is the key word. Send me um, an email or a DM on Instagram to let me know you've listened to this point. So you're going to use the laughing technique, you're going to use distraction, and you're just going to focus on your dominant vibration being a positive one. And then the third one is that, do I deserve it? Am I good enough? Am I doing this right? And you're going to switch it and you're going to start with how you want to feel instead And then you're going to look for evidence to support that belief. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, then I know you're going to love the manifestation room. Make sure to check the link in the show notes. Come and join us. If you've got any questions, drop me an email to victoria at victoriamaskell.com or send me a DM on Instagram. Can't wait to see you in the manifestation room. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.